stay connected. Sign up for our newsletter. Go beyond your favorite Voice America shows. Visit iradioblog.com. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome. Welcome to The Revolution with Jim and Trav, where they're changing the way you look at the outdoors. The studio lines are now open at 785-846-7647. Today we're dedicating the broadcast to the greatest multifaceted coalition ever organized. It's gotta be, Jim. The National Rifle Association. And so we'll be taking calls from the NRA Perez, David Keene, Mike Pfeiffer, the CEO of Ruger. He's going to be calling in and he'll catch us up on the Million Gun Challenge. That benefits the NRA. And then Vanessa Beebe, she's with NRA Country. Nick Rhodes with Wildlife Properties, he's going to be calling in. Cam Edwards with Cam and Company, we love this guy. And this is a guy we really love. Old Chance Orth with Unpro Fishing. He's going to give us a report from the backwoods of Minnesota. And we've got many others. You love that many people, you're going to spread yourself kind of thin <laughs> there, buddy. That's it. But of course, the revolution is all being powered by Ram Trucks. Guts. Glory. Ram. And ramtrucks.com. But you know, Jim, uh, today's show is actually going to be kind of um, hard for me, yeah, to be honest. Yeah. Um, because I feel, as though, I feel as though I have been publicly slighted. Uh-huh. I have been swindled of a title that should have been mine. I have been made a mockery of... <laughs> Are you even paying attention to me? I'm mocking you. <laughs> Anyways, and this is all attributed to that back in May, okay... I was at the NRA National Convention. I was beating. Not way. What's a better word? You were way ahead. No, I wasn't way ahead. I was spanking David Keene in the 2011 NRA presidential election, <laughs> beating him to a pulp. Okay. And so we're spreading a little thick here. No, actually, I'm playing this down. <laughs> oh, Jim. Yeah. And so, uh, what did he do? Like well, any Ted other? Well, Nugent was backing David Keene. There you go. Two shysters. Yeah. Um. <laughs> And so, like shysters do, they went and they stuffed the ballot box. Uh, uh-huh. And of course, thus making David Keene the victor and me, Trav, the fool. Or the spoils. Whatever you want to say. To the victors, uh, no, I belong to spoils. It's not a joke. It's actually true, and I just have to get over it. <laughs> yeah. Tough pill to swallow. But no, um, it's such an honor to have David Keene on the show this week. And of course, um, he just phoned us at 785-846-7647, and he is our brand new president of the National Rifle 2011. Association. 2011. 2011 just came in office on May 2nd. Anyways, uh, Mr. David, thanks so much for being on. Oh, thanks for having me. You know, we had to stuff the ballot box to <laughs> find out the truth about me. There was a chance you might beat me. Yeah. Well, he actually thought he was running for the NRA and was really the National Turkey Federation, you know. Well, you know what? It seems like all these Second Amendment haters, they're all tucking tail and running from the NRA. No, I'm... Being serious for a second, though, uh, you guys are absolutely relentless, and uh, you don't let anything slip by whatsoever. Well, you can't. Uh, we learned that back in the '60s. You know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it's great that you've had you've looked at different parts of the NRA uh, this week because you know when most people think of the National Rifle Association, yep. they think of our advocacy role only. Yeah. You know what percentage of our total budget goes to politics, advocacy, lobbying, and the like? 
12 percent. Really? The rest of it goes to our traditional services, uh, to competitive shooters, to hunters, the Eddie Eagle program, to the thousands of uh, uh, volunteer uh, coaches and trainers that we have. Uh, and, And that's what we've been doing since the NRA was formed in 1871. And not only that, but prior to the passage of the Gun Control Act of 1968, the NRA had never spent a penny on politics, had really? never had a lobbyist, had never been involved in politics, because prior to that time, there was no need to, because there was bipartisan, cross-ideological general agreement yep. that the Second Amendment meant exactly what the founders said it meant. It's been since then, and since we've created what you might call the new NRA, uh, which which has become, I think, probably the most effective lobbying and advocacy group in American history in many ways. Oh, yes. Uh, that we have decided that we can't sleep because no. uh, if they if they've they've tried to get uh, get at the Second Amendment at the ballot box, they've tried it in the courts. They've tried it in Congress and the state legislatures. Yep. Uh, Barack Obama is trying it by executive order and by harassment through the alcohol, tobacco and firearms people. They're trying it at the United Nations. And our job, as we see it, or a large part of it, even if it is only 12 percent of our budget, is to make sure that none of those things work. You are the largest group in the United States with over four million members. And and the fact of the matter is, as you're growing, you found out that you have to be all things to all people. I mean, from NRA country to uh, all of the different programs that you've got going on. People that are interested in the Second Amendment are interested in it for a whole lot of reasons. Yeah, Uh, The Founding Fathers believed that free men uh, uh, should be armed, as George Washington put it. (laughs) Uh, Hunters need guns to hunt. Uh, We were initially a competitive organization designed to make the civilian population of this country capable of using firearms. So we've got a big competitive division. We've got training and educational materials, safety training for kids and for others so that firearms can be used safely. We've got gun collectors. And all of these people have their own interest in giving life to the Second Amendment. Uh, And they have come to realize, not easily, but over time, that they're all in the same boat. And as a result, we have a grand coalition of Second Amendment believers that make up the National Rifle Association. You know, though, it just seems like, David, that every time I turn on the television, some politician or news media outlet is just scrutinizing and attacking and demonizing the NRA and its members. And, you know, you know, it's quite obvious that the NRA is unequivocally the most informed, well-educated and organized coalition out there. And this just absolutely infuriates anyone that opposes the Second Amendment. And so I have to say that I can't even begin to fathom the everyday pressures that you guys feel at your jobs. I mean, you you guys have a stressful job, very stressful. <laughs> but it's fun as well. You know? <laughs> if you can't have fun in this life, you ought to do something else. But no, we, you know, we try to, to make sure that we have a, a command of the facts, that we are able to get our yep. people motivated because they're willing to step up to the plate when they're needed. And we're, we have to be active on all these fronts. Just uh, uh, last week, uh, as you know, Wayne LaPierre testified yep. before the United Nations as the new uh, small arms treaty talks began. I was a, a public delegate appointed by President George W. Bush to the last conference of this type at the United Nations. So we have to be ready to make our case wherever and whenever that case needs to be made. Well, it's interesting now that uh, that we're going outside of the our, our own country to have people try to put regulations on people inside the country. That's kind of crazy, isn't it? Well, it is crazy. And of course, when the, they first attempted this uh, right after 2000 with the first small arms conference uh, and treaty 
meetings at the United Nations. Uh, George W. Bush sent uh, then Under Secretary of State John Bolton up there. Uh-huh. Uh huh. There's to, a tough uh, guy. Say that this country would neither acquiesce in nor support <laughs> anything that undermined the Second Amendment rights of American citizens. The Obama administration has moved away from that and has indicated not that they're ready to support a treaty because there isn't one yet, but that they're willing to talk. And what they're trying to do and what the anti-gunners, the anti-Second Amendment people are trying to do is having discovered that they can't win openly by engaging Second Amendment supporters during political campaigns. They've taken it off the table to the extent that they can in campaigns so they don't have to lose more elections as a result of their anti-gun feeling. <laughs> that they can't win it in the courts because the Supreme Court has rebuffed them unless they can change the court. Uh, they can't win it in any forum in the United States. They've decided, well, not, why not go outside the United States uh-huh. and try to get the international community to bring pressure on the United States to do something that you can't do legally inside the boundaries of this country because of the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. That's what they're up to. Now, uh, David, you deal with these anti-Second Amendment elected officials and gun control advocacy groups 24-7. And so perhaps you're better suited than anyone out there to answer this. But um, do you honestly believe, as you sit here and talk with us today, that these individuals genuinely believe that by imposing the stringent gun control laws and stripping us of our Second Amendment rights will, in fact, curtail our current crime rate? I mean, honestly, when they go to bed at night and they close their eyes, do they honestly believe that this is going to cut down on murder and rape and robbery and so forth? Or do you just think that we are battling a cultural war right now with them? I think that a lot of them do. But to many of them, this is a cultural war, Ah. Uh, and they don't like the people that own guns for a whole lot of reasons. Remember during the campaign, Barack Obama talking about sort of the people he didn't like sitting in church clinging to their Bibles (laughs) and their guns. Uh, It's got more to do (laughs) with their view of people who don't share their worldview than it does with crime and the gun itself. Uh, So I think that while a lot of their followers... In spite of all the empirical evidence to the contrary, a lot of their followers do believe that, but there are also a lot of the leaders who are cynically manipulating uh, this issue because it's a way to get at people that for cultural uh, and political reasons they just don't like. You bet. Hey, we've only got about uh, 30 seconds left. How can we help out the NRA? You can spread the word uh, that uh, we're looking for people, that we're looking for members, that uh, that we're interested in folks who are interested in the shooting sports and who are willing to stand up for their rights. Well, I'm glad that you guys uh, stuffed the ballot box because I, I really think... <laughs> he, he couldn't have said what they, you just said. They elected the right man, and that is for sure. And I'll tell you what, we are greatly looking forward to the next couple of years with you as our president of the National Rifle Association. Hey, maybe as our president. I'd go for it. Yeah. Uh, de- well, we're going to do our best and have some fun while we're doing it. That's right. I really think you got to throw your hat in the ring for the 2012 elections. I really do, David. <laughs> Not that crazy. <laughs> but hey, we've been talking with David Keene, and he is our president of the National Rifle Association. So give it up once again for David Keene. Awesome guy. Yeah! We love him! Good guy! Awesome president! But uh, this has been brought to you by Ram Trucks, and of course you can find him at ramtrucks.com and Otis Technology. 
It's OtisTech.com. And how about Ruger Firearms? That's Ruger.com. But coming up after the break, we're actually going to hear from Mike Pfeiffer. And he is the CEO of Ruger, and he's going to tell us about their Million Gun Challenge. It's pretty neat. you got to stay tuned for it. Once again, the Million Gun Challenge with Mike Pfeiffer and Ruger. And this is The Revolution. Hey, they are The Revolution. Outdoor advice and analysis that's totally unfiltered. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. There are some things in life that defy explanation. Sleeping out under a few billion stars on a clear western night, for example. Or the thrill of being in the saddle and running with the herd. Words can't do justice to the scope of those experiences. Such is the case at Ram, where the new 1500 is so loaded with performance and personality that any attempt to describe it falls short. You simply have to climb aboard and take it for a run to fully appreciate what it means to ride on top. Guts, glory, Ram. The newest 390 horsepower Ram 1500 with an available 5.7 liter Hemi V8 that gets up to 20 MPG plus a five-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. MPG based on highway EPA estimates. See a dealer for a copy of the powertrain limited warranty. Ram and Hemi are registered trademarks of Chrysler Group, LLC. The new Ruger LC9 Centerfire Pistol, a compact, powerful 9mm pistol designed for discreet carry. It is also a full-power, no-compromise backup pistol, incorporating the rugged reliability Ruger is known for. Visit Ruger.com slash LC9 to learn more. Then I didn't know if it was like a cowboy's back in the boys. Okay. But he manned up and took his very first buck on opening day. I've been working all summer and a show been hot. It's July. But um I mean I know I'm no beebs, Joe. But you're taller. I should if Michael Waddell has another album by the grace of God and the Brotherhood. To be able to sing backup. <laughs> I'm pretty good, really, right? <laughs> yeah, I'd love to hear you singing backup for a Michael Waddell album. Anyways, that song right there was opening day on his brand new album, Michael Waddell's Bone Collector. It's 10 power pack songs to get amped for absolutely any occasion in the outdoors. That's true. I I, I love that. I play that every time in the uh, in my blind. That wasn't even believable. <laughs> well, let's get to the phones at 785-846-7647 because that's what Mike Pfeiffer just hit us up on, and he is the CEO of Ruger Firearms. And uh, you know what, Mike? Here in about nine months, the Million Gun Challenge that you guys have started is going to come to fruition, and um, you really need to key us and our listeners in on how this is going to affect the NRA and to better uphold um, our Second Amendment rights. Well, it's really simple. I was at the NRA show in Pittsburgh. Okay. And I was looking, when I coming out of it, I felt so good about everything we were doing. I was looking for an excuse to give the NRA a million dollars to help protect our rights. <laughs> Why don't you so come I to I scratched my head and now how can I justify this? How can I sell it to my board of directors? And I thought, hmm. You know, we've past couple of years, we've done just about 900,000 guns, and wouldn't it be exciting to get oh. to a million? And we can celebrate it by giving a million bucks to the NRA. Well, you know, Mike, uh, most organizations will say the best pledge I can do is 10,000, you know, <laughs> 25, 75, you know, 100 grand at the tops. But you're like, oh, no, 
We're doing a million. <laughs> I'll yeah. tell you guys, we do a special NRA gun each year. Uh-huh. Yeah. And uh, we generate raise funds that way. So in a typical year, we give anywhere from one hundred and fifty to two hundred fifty thousand dollars to the NRA. Are you oh, serious? Holy cow! What but is I crazy. wanted to break out of that mold and just go for the gold. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. Now, now uh, turning our our attention to Ruger, though, uh, you have got just a little bit of everything from shotguns, rifles, handguns. I mean, you got something for the the casual plinker. To the, uh, the the competitive shooter, all the way up to mom who has a concealed carry. You know what? I actually picked up my wife, Mike, I don't know, a couple months ago, is your new LC9. That is one sweet little handgun. We've got a bunch of new stuff coming out. We, we built the whole company around uh, innovative new products. We've got quite the group of engineers and uh, marketing folks that are out there constantly asking, what do you want? And they ask as many consumers as they can find. Police officers, military guys, distributors, retailers, radio hosts, anybody will tell us, <laughs> we'll listen, and uh, and we're listening hard to try to get it right. And so we've got this huge stream of new products that we've put out in the last few years and a bunch more coming. Now, uh, for Ruger to fully commit to donating a million bucks if you reach this goal of selling one million firearms is quite a feat in itself. That is just a tremendous amount of money. And so that has got to be some sort of record, Mike. But on the other end of the spectrum here, has any uh, firearm manufacturer ever Stepped sold up to the plate? No, hold on a second. Ever sold one million firearms in a year? I mean, that's only three hundred sixty-five days to do so. That's got to be some sort of record if you guys do this. Well, we we just assumed that somebody had at least during World War II, but it turns out, at, as best we can find out, as best as the NSSF, the National Shooting Sports Foundation, can yeah. research. And the ATF have all told us nobody's ever done it. Serious? Wow! Wow! Holy well, cow! Man, I'm glad that we could contribute to it. Well, we're gonna we're gonna do it. Yeah, you know, sure. We've, we've uh, we got off to a good start. I can't tell you what the first quarter results were for another um, week or ten days, but we're gonna announce them, and we're gonna give this huge check to the NRA because instead of waiting to the end, we're gonna give one every quarter. Really? You know, sort of like on um, the fundraising, the thermometer. Well, that's what we're going to do here and go the whole way. You bet. Well, you know, later on in the show, we're going to have uh, somebody from the NRA talking about the legislative issues and, the, uh, of course, the U.N. thing. And, boy, the NRA needs the money to be able to fight for our Second Amendment rights, don't yes. they? I think they do. I think it has a, a big impact on uh, getting the attention of Congress. Well, you know, Mike, I think uh, one of the greatest misconceptions about the NRA is that their main agenda is to just uphold the Second Amendment. Well, they are about that, but there's so many different facets to it. That's just a small piece of the pie. You know, how about all of their women's programs, their shooting programs, their youth incentives like this Eddie Eagle or everything that the ILA encompasses? And then let's talk about their conservation efforts. And so Obviously, to have this many programs and for them to be successful, it's going to take a big chunk of change. And so we got to hand it out to you guys at Ruger for recognizing this need and for stepping in and for supporting an organization that has so selflessly dedicated themselves to the American public for well over 100 years now. And so I got to tell you what, Mike, this was an awesome idea you came up with. And um, you guys are doing just a fantastic job. We're glad to help. Yeah, and we want you to come out to our place, and, and as you leave, say, 
I'd like to donate 10 bucks to these guys. <laughs> we need the donations, Mike. <laughs> yeah, not, not a penny more. <laughs> now, uh, Mike, uh, if we want to find out more about Ruger and obviously. And, um, and maybe order a gun. Order a gun. Uh, hunting seasons are fixing to start popping up. You want to get a conceal and carry permit. Uh, you guys got some awesome firearms for that as well. Where can we head to online to find out more about you guys? Well, it's. Just simply Ruger.com. You couldn't put it any simpler than that, could you? Simply but elegantly stated. That's right. We've been talking with Mike Pfeiffer. He is the CEO of Ruger Firearm. And he is my new BFF, That's Jim. Right. <laughs> but hey, a special thanks to Ram Trucks for powering this whole segment. And RamTrucks.com and Cabela's. They are the world's foremost effort at Cabela's.com. And how about NRA Blog? That's NRA Blog. But you know what? Coming up in just about 90 seconds, we're going to hear from the lovely Miss Vanessa Beebe with NRA Country. Country! So, Jim and Trav, they're just your two average Steves that dig the outdoors. So hit them up at forward slash underscore OTN because their friendship is a magical blast. Yeah, it's so midnight sparkle dust. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Searching for a prestigious Kansas hunting property? Wildlife Properties has what you've been dreaming of. Owl Creek Hideaway is a 155-acre property located in the Big Buck country of southeast Kansas with two stocked bass ponds, nearly one and a quarter miles of creek, and more than 75 acres of income-producing CRP. This property is an all-around sportsman's paradise, sprawling timber highlighted by mature stands of oak and walnut and surrounded by productive crop fields. All the habitat elements are in place for producing trophy deer and turkey. Located a short distance from Wichita, Topeka, Kansas City, or Tulsa, and priced under 200 k this hunter's paradise won't be available for long. For more info or see a list of all farms wildlife properties have to offer, visit MyWildlifeProperty.com. That's MyWildlifeProperty.com. Or call Nick Rhodes at 785-282-6145 today. Get her done. Hey, this is Jimmy Houston here to tell you about the incredible fishing in Kansas. With so many lakes, reservoirs, ponds, streams, creeks, you'll find everything. Largemouth bass, crappie, walleye, and my favorite cousin, the old Wally catfish. Learn more about the great fishing in Kansas at www.travelks.com. Well, my baby, she's been watching <laughs> Wait, all on, my hunting videos. To sing this song. <laughs> she's been begging, she's been wanting to go. I said, you got to get up early. Honey, you ain't going to like it. Because you can't be. Yeah, and you got to be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> what the heck was that all about? You can't pee when you're in the woods. It will deter deer. It'll do it. Seriously. It'll cause them to go away is what it'll cause them to do. Hey, we've been listening to My Baby Looks, looks Good in Camouflage. That's on the uh, Michael Waddell Bone Collector album. That was smooth. You like that? That, that was, was a good. smooth transition. With my singing and your introduction, <laughs> we're going places. We are. But again, today's show is being entirely dedicated to the National Rifle Association. Just phoning us. At 785-846-7647 is the NRA's very own rock star, <laughs> Miss Vanessa Beebe. And she wants to school us about a new facet of the NRA, and it's called NRA Country. 
So uh, what's up, sister? What's on your mind? Hello. Hey. Nothing much. <laughs> are, you, are you ready for this big interview? I'm ready. I'm a little nervous, though. <laughs> I've never, you know, this is, this is new, so well, I'm nervous. very excited to talk to you guys about NRA Country and Life of Duty, so. Yeah, well, we're nervous talking to you. <laughs> you get to hang out with all these celebrities and you're nervous about talking with us? Oh, yeah. my goodness. Well, y'all are too. No, these celebrities are so great. They're so great and, and down to earth, so we're lucky. Oh, quit the brown nosing <laughs> right now. Oh. Holy cow. I know. Oh, my God. So this is cool. Hey, um, NRA Country seems to be on Honestly, like the perfect pairing because, you know, predominantly um, the country genre is pro 2A. So exactly what is the NRA's plan for NRA country and exactly um, where do you see all this heading to, uh, Vanessa? I see this more, you know, we're formalizing these great relationships that we have with country music artists. Our members love country music. And when these guys and, and women are out there singing about the values that we promote, personal responsibility, hard work, respect for the military, you know, everything that we believe in. So it's kind of a natural partnership there. We want to support them. So, and we're doing that. Yeah. Um, well, who are some of the artists that you've got uh, uh, in this organization? Uh, we have Justin Moore, Ooh. Blake Sheldon, uh, Luke Bryan, Gretchen Wilson. Heck yeah. Um, Eden Zedge, a bunch of up-and-coming folks. I'm um, just to name a few. Craig so, Morgan. Andy Griggs is the newest member. Okay, um, you know, let's take a look at another genre real quick. How about R&B? Very popular right now. There is some good music in it. I'll give them that. <laughs> but um, Bruno Mars, you know, Personally, I would not catch a grenade for love, but you know, it's just not my style. Um, Shaggy's making a comeback. That's kind of cool. Sounds like Kermit the Frog. Um, we got Akon, likes to throw people off his of stages. Oh, how about Chris Brown? Pretty good music. You know, that, oh, I'm just, hold on. These people are talented. However, you know, what do they sing about? 22-inch rims, bunch of bling, how they iced out their grill. I mean, there is absolutely no substance to that type of music. There's no heart, there's no soul in it, and there's absolutely, and I mean not one iota of self-redeeming value <laughs> whatsoever exactly. in that music. And personally, I like listening to something that talks about hunting, it talks about fishing, about getting outdoors, about compassion, conviction, respect for others, and that is everything that... um today's country music is about exactly most of these artists are outdoorsmen they're yes hunters, they're hunters they're fishermen they live the lifestyle um so it's, it's really just a perfect fit you bring up a great point there is like you said these men and women are um outdoors people it's not like they're fakes they're not fronting you know pretending to be something they're not like the people we just mentioned you know they grew up in a suburbia and they're pretending to be gangsters <laughs> you know um they're just wholesome you know good natured people with just an extreme amount of talent, unlike Jimbo and I, um, with excellent music. But you got to tell us about Justin Moore real quick, because he's got a brand new album out. It's called Outlaws Like Me. And he actually wrote specifically an exclusive track just for NRA Country. And it's called I Am NRA Country. You know, passed up Jimbo and I. Most people do that. And he wrote a song for you guys instead. But uh, you got to tell us about that, Vanessa. It's awesome. Yeah, we've been working with Justin for going on two years now. And he is he is wonderful. He is a true yeah. outdoorsman. And a believer in NRA, he sing, every time he goes on stage before he sings, he talks to the crowd about the NRA and the importance yes. of what we do and how he believes in it, and it's just amazing. Mm-hmm. So he came to us and said, you know, I'd love to write a song for you guys. Um, which, of course, we were honored. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's a great song. It's a great song. He's a, he's very popular right now. He's yeah, an he excellent is. artist. And, um yeah, you, I think you guys will like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, you, you have concerts, but then also you have uh, celebrity clay shoots. That's right. Yeah, um, Blake Shelton just hosted. Yeah, we did. Uh, the last shoot we had was um, in conjunction with the ACM Awards. 
out in Vegas and um, on Nellis Air Force Base. Yeah. So he invited a lot of the military personnel, had the uh, the artists out there raise some money for the ACM's uh, charity organization, Lifting Lives. Um, a portion of that went back to Nellis Air Force Base. So it was it was a great all around event. Um, for us and, and for the folks on base. Yeah. Now, Vanessa, if we want to find out more about you guys and like where we could pick up Justin Moore's new album, maybe attend some concerts, do yeah. whatever, where can we find you guys online to do this? Well, you have to come to NRACountry.com. Oh, <laughs> that's easy enough. Now, what, what, what kind of, do you have concerts coming up uh, this summer? Yeah. You know, we're starting this new program, Tickets for Charity, which is really, really? exciting. Um, we're partnering with some of our friends, getting, you know, VIP tickets and, bundling in exclusive packages, signed CDs, meet-and-greet opportunities. And a portion of the the ticket sales go to NRA Country Cares, where we in turn give back money to, you know, we raise funds for the the floods in Tennessee last year. We were just down in Texas um, partnering with an event, Buckets and Boots, that raised money for the firefighters who were down there, you know, fighting the the wildfires in the the Dallas-Fort Worth area. So we kind of give back to, um, you know, causes that support our mission. That, so. that buckets and boots you guys raised, what, like 64000 It was amazing. That's that an outrageous awesome. amount. Holy cow. And then that goes to show you in these tough economic times what the NRA can do for us. I mean, and how much strength they have. You, you got to think about this. How benevolent. That's an awesome word. I love that word. The NRA is. That's going to be my next kid's middle name. I thought it was going to be Vanessa. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Just everything that you guys do, seriously, we're not trying to brown nose and stuff, but the NRA does so much for us besides protecting our Second Amendment rights. I mean, it's just tremendous. All the conservation issues that we're involved in and, and fight for, aside from the politics, the NRA is a huge organization with with a whole bunch of education and training programs. And, and frankly, I'm fairly new to the NRA, so I was blown away by all that yeah. the NRA does. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm still learning, and it's incredible. And do you think that uh, just possibly if you get a chance next time you're around, I don't know, like Craig Morgan, uh, Trace Atkins, you could steal like a guitar for us? <laughs> that yeah, would we, be... We, we, auction, we auction off signed guitars no, no, to help see, raise the, money for charity. Yeah, so the auction. One, y'all can, you know, get involved. Yeah, well, we're, 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 we're so poor broke. we can't pay attention here, you know. Now, one last time, Miss Vanessa, where can we find you guys online? It's NRACountry.com, and we're also on Facebook. Yeah, NRA Twitter. Country and Twitter, and you can find us all those ways. So. They're tweeting. You bet. Hey, we've been talking with Vanessa Beebe, and she is with NRA Country. And uh, this has been brought to you by Ram Trucks. Look them up at RamTrucks.com, and how about NRA Blog? I don't know if you guys are, like, related to those people, but uh, <laughs> how about NRAblog.com. How about Cabela's? They're right down the hall. We love them. <laughs> <laughs> and Cabela's, world's foremost outfitter, at Cabela's.com. But coming up after the break, old Nick Rose from Wildlife Properties, he's going to answer another listener question sent in from a Dan Story of Corpus Christi, Texas. Once again, that's Nick Rose from Wildlife Properties right here on the revolution ah the outdoors so peaceful elegant and sophisticated well that's unless you don't care for doing your business in the woods (laughs) this is the revolution the opening kickoff is a beauty it's a fly ball deep right field that goes o'neill he's at the shot got it with 2.8 seconds left to left i don't care where they put him from high school to the pros, we, we cover, everything. cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. Otis Technology, the most advanced gun care system in the world. Visit OtisTech.com. That's O-T-I-S-T-E-C.com today. 
Cabela's is the world's foremost outfitter for hunting, fishing, and outdoor gear. You can outfit all your needs through Cabela's catalogs, online, and their mini stores with the best selection, prices, and quality, all backed by a legendary guarantee. Cabela's, celebrating 50 years as the world's foremost outfitter. You like to fish? Want to fish like the pros? Subscribe to the only TV channel dedicated exclusively to fishing programming. 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. That's right. WFN, the World Fishing Network, has nothing but fishing shows. Call your TV provider today to subscribe. And remember, every day is a great day for fishing with WFN. To learn more, visit worldfishingnetwork.com. <laughs> All right, let me announce this. Oh, oh son! It's home! The bacon song! Yeah! <laughs> it! Homes! Down in the ball! Yeah! Y'all get, get the dogs! There's a big black place <laughs> So, um, you guys didn't hear this, but this last ad break, Jimbo here, I think, came up with the most brilliant idea in the world. Why don't you tell us about that? I'm like Einstein. No, don't go that far. E equals MC Bacon. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's right. Jim came up with this brilliant idea. It's like a bacon-infused whiskey. Now, the whiskey actually doesn't taste like bacon, but let's say you go and order a shot, okay? They deliver it to your table with a little swizzle stick of bacon, bacon actually right in the in shot. Yeah. I think that's great because yes. pairing, you wouldn't think about it, but bacon and whiskey taste very good together. It's breakfast of champions. I'm actually lobbying to get <laughs> that. Lobbying. I'm lobbying to get that on the menu at Denny's. At Denny's? <laughs> <laughs> that is breakfast of champions. And matter of fact, uh, everybody raise your hand if you have whiskey and bacon for breakfast. Yeah! We have everybody who is able raised their hand. That's right. But the reason we're talking about bacon right now is because, because of hogs. The song Hogs that we just heard coming out of this last interview yep. on Michael Waddell's Bone Collector album. Actually, it's coming into the interview. We're about to talk with this guy, and it's actually Nick Rose, and he phoned us at 75-846-7647, and he is with Wildlife Properties, and I know we've been talking about the NRA, and we're going to get back to that here in just a second with Cam Edwards, so we're just going to take a, a brief hiatus from that, but uh, guess what, Jim and Nick? What's that? We got mail. We do have mail. It's time for the Revolution Mailbag. <laughs> hello, hello. Is this, is this thing on? <laughs> no, hey, yeah, it uh, is. This is Nick Rose with Wildlife Properties. <laughs> What's your web address, man? <laughs> it's www.mywildlifeproperty.com. That's Bingo. mywildlifeproperty.com, the number one real estate hunting website in the world. You That's bet. right. Well, speaking of that, a, a Dan Story of Corpus Christi, Texas, sent you uh, a question this week. That's pretty place. Yeah. Yeah, he writes, uh, Dearest Nick. Will you stop ever with that? Christi, he did not oh, no. say that. You say that every week. I know. He says, I think I'm ready to purchase a farm for hunting and recreation. Ah. Last year, my sister, get this, hired a buyer's agent to find her home. Should I be doing the same thing with respect to finding a hunting property? Oh, now, hmm. Nick, question for you. Yeah. Have you ever seen that HGTV show, Property Virgins? Absolutely. Is I'm that, a huge HGTV fan. Yeah, is that Sandra Rena Mon or whatever the heck her name is, uh-huh. is that basically what he's talking about, what she's doing? Exactly. Oh, okay. You, you just nailed it right there. And and, and if anybody's Well, ever this interview's the show, over. <laughs> this interview is over. <laughs> if you've ever watched the show that Travis is talking about, uh, this lady basically works with two young couples who are buying a home for the first time, and, yeah. and, and, and she goes out there and she shows them what properties are on the market, what's in their budget, how much they can get for the money, 
you know, comparable properties up and down the line. She's working for those people. She's not working for anybody else. And see, that's a common mistake that people make when they're out there buying real estate. And it doesn't matter whether it's you're out there buying homes or you're out there buying farmland or you're buying hunting properties. 99% of the time, if you're talking to a real estate agent about a specific piece of property, that mm-hmm. real estate agent is not working for you as a buyer. They have been hired and contracted by the seller of that property ah. to, to sell that property. And they don't care. They might be the nicest person in the world to you because they're trying to sell you a property. <laughs> but they're, and, I don't, and I don't mean that it sounds like they, they, these people are, are, are bad and they're trying to screw you over in any way because they're not. But you need to understand that that person works for the seller. And they're going to do everything they can to get the most money out of the property for the seller. That's why it's really important to find a buyer's agent like what this guy brought up. Yeah. Now, you're basically classified as like a specialty buyer's agent. And um, what's the difference there? You know, we're we're in a rural area. Yeah. um, And most of the times, if you're looking for a hunting property, you're looking in a rural area. Yeah. A lot of times, what rural areas do not have is what they have in cities with respect to real estate agents, and that's a multiple listing service. Oh, okay. Where if you've got an agent, you know, they can easily go out there on their multiple listing service and find all the properties that are available, all the houses that are available in your neighborhood uh, or the neighborhood that you're searching in. What they don't have is they don't have that in rural areas. Mm. And a lot of times in rural areas, you have people that don't even use the internet as much uh, for marketing properties and aren't maybe aren't as tech savvy. And so to find the properties that are available out there, you truly have to have a network of brokers that are all working together to list and sell and buy properties so that everybody's aware of what's out there. And, and that's what we do. You know, we come in there and, and we help buyers a lot of times find those properties. You know, of course, we list properties and we certainly look out for our seller's interest on those properties. But we have a lot of people that come to us and just want us want to hire us as buyer's agents, one, because we know the local marketplace. We know what the price conditions are. We know what the land conditions are. We know where these properties are at, if they're going to be good for producing bucks, if they're going to be good for producing pheasants, you know, if they're going to be uh, good for producing crops. You know, yeah. Whatever it is that your interest in buying is, we understand that and we understand the marketplace. So we'll go out there and look for you. And that's what a buyer's agent should do. They're looking out for you as the buyer. You bet. Hey, we've been talking with Nick Rosen. He's with My Wildlife Properties. That's right. And he knows everything, Jim. He does. He knows twice as much as you, and you don't know anything. (laughs) I just wanted to bring that up. It really added nothing to this. But, uh, Nick, if we want to find out more about you, and I'll tell you what, you have some just tremendous listings right now on your website that people really need to check out. Where do we have to head to once again to do that? Go to mywildlifeproperty.com, Google My yes. Wildlife Property, uh, or go to Facebook yes. forward slash My Wildlife Property, and you can find every single bit of us out there on the internet in, in those special listings. You can learn about uh, uh, the habitat projects that we've got going on. You can sign up for our newsletter. You can uh, you know look on there and find pictures of Jim and Travis. Maybe. <laughs> even, so. Travis in his boxer shorts, probably. <laughs> well, those are in my private desk drawer. <laughs> You actually kept those? Nick Nick driving a Hummer naked. That would be pretty cool. (laughs) Anyways, Nick, uh, hand out your telephone number real quick, man. Right on. It's 785-282-6145. Get that pen ready again. It's 785-282-6145. Call us anytime, night or day. uh, We'd love to talk to you. Even if it's just about 
finding a buyer's agent. You know, we, we'll certainly pass you on to somebody that knows knows your market too. If you listen real close, you can hear pen scratching all over walls and restrooms all over this That's country right. right now. Well, they want to—they just want to call and Trust see the naked naked pictures of me. <laughs> That's what they want. Anyways, uh, this is the Revolution is brought to you truck stops. Don't we all? <laughs> uh, this is the Revolution is brought to you by Ram Trucks. You can find them at RamTrucks.com and Ruger Firearms. Look them up as well at Ruger.com. You know what? Coming up right after the break, we're going to hear from Cam Edwards with Cam and Company on Sirius XM Patriot every Monday through Friday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You got to make sure you tune into it. It's great. <laughs> Once again, Cam Edwards from Cam and Company right here on The Revolution coming up after this. I feel pretty, oh so pretty, I feel pretty, and we can't I love West Side Story. This is The Revolution. Your internet flagship station for sports. Sports. Kick off your countdown to hunting season with the Bass Pro Shops Land and Wildlife Expo at the Gaylord Opryland Resort, August 12th through 14th. Explore hundreds of indoor and outdoor exhibits featuring hunting products, equipment, and celebrity appearances. Test drive the Ram truck lineup and popular ATVs and visit the Kids Village, too. The Bass Pro Shops Land and Wildlife Expo presented by Ram Truck, August 12th through 14th at the Gaylord Opryland Resort in Nashville. Free for kids under 12. For more information, specials, and discounts, visit Land and Wildlife Expo. Who's watching your home when you're not there? It could be a burglar. Burglars prefer to break in when they think no one is home, and no one will stop them. Don't be an easy target for intruders. Protect your home with a free security system monitored by ADT, the leader in home security. Pick up your phone right now and get free hardware, free medical and fire alert, and free activation. It's an $850 value. Just call Protect Your Home, your authorized ADT dealer, at 1-866-669-8954. You'll get 24-hour protection, and there's no cost for parts or activation. Call now about a free security system monitored by ADT. Call 1-866-669-8954. $99 installation charge, 36-month monitoring agreement at $35.99 per month. Call for terms and conditions to this offer and protect your home license numbers. Call now, 1-866-669-8954. That's 1-866-669-8954. They have freed millions of people. From the tyranny of evil men, they've handed the government back into the people's hands. Hey, that's a new single by Larry Gatlin and Gatlin Brothers Band called Americans That's Who. But uh, just phoning us at 785-846-7647 is Cam Edwards, and he is the host of Cam and Company on Sirius XM's Patriot every Monday through Friday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and he's also even on Saturday. This guy's on all the time at uh, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. But, um, Cam, you know, I think there are four states right now that are currently practicing gun rationing. And uh, those states are California, Maryland, New Jersey, and uh, Virginia. And um, they proclaim that uh, this law makes society safer because, obviously, violent criminals won't risk breaking the law to stockpile weapons. Whatever. (laughs) You know, Um, I'm not even going to get into that right now. But um, and then at the other end of the spectrum, you have the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms and Explosives, and they knowingly allow as many as twenty five hundred firearms to be illegally purchased by known or suspected straw purchasers. And just one, just one of these straw purchasers, Cam, as you know, purchased over seven hundred firearms 
alone. So I guess I would like to know what is their reasoning and rationale behind all of this. And uh, don't you think that they owe us, the American public, some explanations here? And how about Brian Terry and his family? God rest his soul. I really think that they really need to have some closure on this um, as well. Yeah, I think we're all kind of waiting to figure out what the uh, real rationale was behind uh, Fast and Furious. You know, what we've heard so far, officially anyway, is that uh, uh, this was a program, they say, that was designed to track uh, uh, firearms as they went into Mexico, and uh, (laughs) apparently somehow they would... Uh, magically be able to swoop into Mexico and arrest the uh, the kingpins of the cartels when the uh, uh, the guns uh, showed up near them. The only problem is the ATF field agents down there in Phoenix who are actually watching this happen, uh, they, they say, we can't figure out why we were doing this, because the explanation given just doesn't make sense. No Mexican law enforcement was aware of Fast and Furious, apparently. The Mexican military wasn't aware of Fast and Furious. And, you know, uh, ATF doesn't have jurisdiction south of the border. So once those guns crossed over into Mexico, uh, you needed to have some sort of uh, cooperation and communication with the Mexican law enforcement if you were, in fact, going to try to take down those kingpins. That never happened. So uh, the result is that as soon as these guns crossed over the border, you know, we, we kind of let them go, uh, and they ended up in the hands of the cartels. They've also been showing up at crime scenes in Phoenix, Arizona, mm. uh, which is uh, troubling as well. And as yeah. you mentioned, uh, two guns showed up at the murder scene of Border Patrol agent Brian Terry, and now we want answers. Quite frankly, we're not getting a lot of answers from the uh, the officials at DOJ and ATF. Well, you know, the, the real sad part about it is before all of this came out about Fast and Furious, there was such an uproar about the number of guns being reported that uh, came from the United States, thinking that, you know, the gun uh, dealers and so forth were really doing these things illegally. And we had to have a whole lot more gun control to be able to curb this uh the stemming problem and uh, it looks like they were just trying to build their case for gun control uh, you know that a lot of folks have uh, speculated that this was that, that that was the plan all along i don't know that that was the plan all along but i i do know that as recently or as far back as a year ago uh they're looking at fast and furious to bolster their claims for the need for more gun control so whether it was the idea all along or whether they just came up with the idea you know halfway through the investigation they certainly were doing this i mean i've seen internal atf emails from uh, atf headquarters in washington sent out to phoenix arizona where fast and furious is run and you've got the uh, uh atf i think it was the head of the atf field division saying hey great job on this fast and furious stuff uh, if there's any anecdotal evidence that you can give us uh, we're looking for uh, uh, you know more reasons to push this new reporting requirement on uh, border state FFLs, the same one that, that they just actually uh, uh, tried to put in place last week. They were talking about this a year ago, and they're using Fast and Furious to try to find, quote-unquote, evidence uh, for the need for this gun regulation. So, uh, you know, I, we're, we're still so early on into the investigation. I mean, it seems like every day more details are coming yeah. out, but uh, – this does not look good for the Department of Justice. And, 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 and let, me, let me make one more quick point, because this is something that a lot of the mainstream media, I think, has fallen behind in reporting. Uh, they're still calling this an ATF scandal. This isn't an ATF scandal. This is a Department of Justice scandal. Yeah. Uh, acting ATF Director Ken Melson said that Fast and Furious was run out of the U.S. Attorney's Office in Phoenix, Arizona. It had elements of ATF, elements of DEA, and elements of FBI all involved, but all of this running from the U.S. Attorney's Office. U.S. Attorney, of course, reports to... 
the attorney general. So, you know, I think the Obama administration, some of the mainstream press um, are, are trying to minimize the importance of this story by just referring to it as an ATF scandal. Uh-uh. This goes right to DOJ. Yeah. Now, I think actually this program was implemented to showcase their stupidity. <laughs> but, um, you know, Kim, you can have some two-cent punk at McDonald's, either spitting a cup of coffee or backtalk a customer. And uh, by the end of the day, he's going to get crap canned. So uh, what do you ultimately think this is going to do for uh, Eric Holder's career? Well, that's the million-dollar question. Uh, you know, look, so far the the Department of Justice has continued to insist. They've stuck to their party line that, uh, well, we've got an internal investigation going on. We're cooperating with the House Oversight Committee, and uh, we're, we're not doing anything wrong at all. <laughs> these, these emails coming out. Uh, and uh, communication from uh, Daryl Issa and Chuck Grassley are doing just a great job in investigating Fast and Furious. Every couple of days, they'll release more information, more testimony that they've uh, taken, uh, or uh, more documents that they have uncovered. And, you know, I, I heard a staggering fact uh, last night, and that's that the all of the documents that have come to light so far uh, regarding Fast and Furious amount to about 1% of all of the documents out there. Holy so, what cow! Else is out there? I don't know. And, and that, you know, whether or not Eric Holder can... Uh, politically survive, I, I think, depends on what else is revealed. Uh, uh, yeah. Representative Issa, Senator uh, Grassley, have now named 12 current or former DOJ officials <laughs> that uh, they believe have knowledge or had knowledge of Fast and Furious, and they're asking for all emails, all reports, every piece of paper that uh, these 12 individuals uh, wrote that have any connection to Fast and Furious how high up it goes, I don't think we know the answer yet, but already names like Lanny Brewer, who's the Deputy Attorney General oh, yeah. of the Criminal Division, uh, Deputy Attorney General James Cole, are some of the names that are uh, being thrown out there. That's the upper echelons of the Department of Justice. Well, we're going to leave it at that. That was Cam and Company. <laughs> Actually, we, we've got Cam Edwards on the line, and boy, I tell you what, he sure filled us in on a lot of great things on Fast and Furious. That's right. And Cam, if we want to find out more about you guys and Cam and Company, once again, he's on uh, SiriusXM Patriot every uh, Friday through Monday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and also on Saturday at uh, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If we want to find out more about your show and some hot issues right now, where do we have to head to online to do this, Cam? You know, best place is just to go to nranews.com. We've got five days of shows that are archived for you there. Uh, you can search just uh, regular interviews if you don't have three hours to uh, to, to watch an entire show. <laughs> uh, we've got uh, big topics that are listed right there on the uh, homepage, including Fast and Furious, the national matches at Camp Perry, which are taking place right now. You know, we, we do talk a lot of politics, but we also uh, also try to talk about the exercise of the Second Amendment as well. So, that's right. that's the place where you can find out more information. Cam is a Second Amendment stud. That's right. <laughs> and Cam is the mouthpiece that's for the right. NRA. Now, this is Brought to you by Ram Trucks. You can find them at ramtrucks.com and NRA blog. That's nrablog.com. Hey, Cam, thanks so much for being on the revolution, man. Hey, you guys have a great day. We'll talk to you soon. You're listening to The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Stay right there. We'll be right back. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. I just think that the coach made a mistake. Oh, crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. 
Voice America Sports. There are some things in life that defy explanation. Sleeping out under a few billion stars on a clear western night, for example. Or the thrill of being in the saddle and running with the herd. Words can't do justice to the scope of those experiences. Such is the case at Ram where the new 1500 is so loaded with performance and personality that any attempt to describe it falls short. You simply have to climb aboard and take it for a run to fully appreciate what it means to ride on top. Guts, glory, Ram. The newest 390 horsepower Ram 1500 with an available 5.7 liter Hemi V8 that gets up to 20 MPG plus a five-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. MPG based on highway EPA estimates. See a dealer for a copy of the powertrain limited warranty. Ram and Hemi are registered trademarks of Chrysler Group, LLC. Your call has been forwarded to an automated voice messaging system. (coughs) Is not available. At the tone, please record your message. It really shouldn't be this hard. But, uh, I gotta be honest, baby, uh, I don't even know where to begin right now, um, perhaps with, I'm truly sorry that I miss you, (laughs) that I hurt when you're not around, And I know, I know, I know, baby, I have promised you in the past, and I've let you down, but I I swear, I'm a different man now. I have changed, and I fully understand why you can't trust me, but I swear, I swear on my life, I swear on my over and under Ruger Red Label that I will never, ever, and I mean ever, pet another Labrador tree for as long as I live. Oh, Bessie, oh, Bessie, I just knew, I just knew you'd take me back. Oh, my God. Oh, jeez, Bessie, man, what have you been eating? Your breath is vile. I take back everything I just said. We want to give a special thanks to all of our 363 affiliate stations around the world, our advertisers, and everyone that makes the show possible, like Miss Bunny, Fun Joe, Mark Paneri, and our guests such as David Keene, Mike Pfeiffer, Vanessa Beebe, Nick Rhodes, Cam Edwards, Chance Orth, and get this, Andrew Arunundum. Uh, Jim. Yes. You change your shirt and you already have something on it. <laughs> Anyways, uh, coming up next, we got The Revolution. We'll hit up the best new fishing products for 2011. You need I love that. Jim needs a fishing bib. Uh, so we are Jim and Trav. Your local news weather is coming up next. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. 
The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.